John McNamee's AMCAP. As many chats as possible. On today's show, we are joined by Andre. Andre is CrossFit mad and used to be the fifth fittest male in Czech Republic, which is actually really impressive considering now the thousands of people who take part in CrossFit around the world. I think it's about, um, you know, getting up to 500,000. Um, so I think he's like 2,000th in the world. So whatever that is as a percent, that's really kind of a top performing athlete. He's also big into analytics and big into stats. So, you know, he's one of them people, you know, you see them in the gym with little notebooks, them weirdos. No, but he's a, he's a good guy. So he kind of all takes all, all stats and uh, analyzes all the data behind workouts. And he's come up with a site and, and soon to be an app called Wad Time Calculator, uh, which gives you some kind of benchmarks to work to. And it's predominantly is for CrossFit workouts, but you can also use it as we demonstrate uh, at the end of the show, you can use it for kind of body weight workouts you can do in your house. And it just gives you a goal to work towards. So you're really pushing yourself because you, you're you not just doing it kind of willy-nilly. Uh, you are kind of, you know, aiming for something. So let's get into it with Andre. You might have heard of AMRAP, but have you heard of AMCAP? As many chats as possible with John McNamee as your host. Join John with his great guests for lots of random chats. It's better. How are you doing? Yeah, great. Just returned from the gym. Oh yeah, yeah. I've just been in the gym actually. And do you, so do you go to a CrossFit gym, or is it a CrossFit affiliate, or where do you actually work out? Uh, both. Like I was working out in the CrossFit affiliate here in Ostrava, but uh, uh, like two years ago, I changed the gym and I just work out in the functional zone. And so, um, for people listening, how would you describe CrossFit? Like, it's uh, constantly varied, so we just, like, every workout is different. We don't repeat the workouts. Like, in five years of me doing uh, CrossFit, I haven't repeated workout yet. Yeah. It's uh, mainly functional, functional movements, so we, like, try to aim for the movements that are for more body parts than, like, just only biceps curls or triceps extensions. So we do, like... Cleans, squats, uh, snatch, and these movements. Yeah, loads of different movements. I've still got to master a lot of them, uh, <laughs> quite a lot of them. Uh, but yeah, getting through it. So I am speaking to you in good old England, and you are in Czech Republic. So yeah. CrossFit is well and truly global. How, why do you think it's took off? And it, obviously it's not just England and Czech Republic. It's literally every country around the world. Why do you think it's took off? around the world you know why do you think it's become such a success globally mm, i think it's mainly because it's accessible for beginners like uh, if you know how to scale the workouts for people who never work out before it's much easier than bodybuilding and other sports like this because in bodybuilding you need a trainer if you know nothing about it and the and usually you need private lessons and it's costly while you can join CrossFit when you are a beginner and you can join group class and like I think it's cheaper <laughs> or or just you don't need so much information to do it proper way. And what would you say because there's a lot of criticism of CrossFit uh, in terms of it being almost cult-like uh, or a bit of a fad 
obviously you have gone from bodybuilding to CrossFit. Do you think there'll be something else in a few years' time, or or do you think you know the CrossFit kind of programming is is pretty robust to kind of last the duration? Oh, I just think it's like new standard because I've been doing CrossFit for five years, and like for first three years I was like doing it competitive. I tried a lot. I was working hard, and for last two years I'm pretty casual. I'm doing it for life for so i'm healthy so i can move i can learn new things i really think you can do crossfit like for a lifetime and i really hope i will be doing it for a lifetime and uh so how old how old are you now if i don't mind you asking because i know there's the masters category in crossfit are you in that not no you're no not. no <laughs> Is that not deeply yet. insulted no 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 i'm 27 now 27 are you gonna be so yeah definitely not masters uh but you have done so there is competitions in crossfit um and the, obviously the biggest one is well the the kind of widest participant one is is the open which is currently running so are you doing that this year the the crossfit open yeah like as i said i was competitive a few years ago so i was doing crossfit open all the time even visiting local competitions like about 10 competitions per year but as i came for to the more more casual i stopped doing crossfit open i'm not signed up but i'm and but I'm doing the workout and I just don't record them. Got you. So so just for fun. Just for fun, of course. What what fun as well. Um, so if if you don't know, the CrossFit Open is kind of a five week kind of competition almost or kind of event that goes on in every CrossFit gym around. As we said, it's global, so around the around the world, and then you get kind of ranked and and the top of top guys or girls from that would go through to the next round, which is the regionals, and then go through after that to the CrossFit Games, which is a massive event. Uh, so YouTube is pretty impressive and it's in America. Uh, so I, th- I think the last time you must have entered officially then, because uh, you can go on and see the leaderboard. So the last time I, I could find you was 2016. Is, does this sound about right? Yeah, this is right. It was like the last year. I have done it officially. My I was uh, fifth in the Czech Republic and 365th in the Europe. It was like, I think, top 2% of athletes in so that, that year. Is, that is amazing, right? That's really impressive. Yeah, like <laughs> it was my best result and I can't match it anymore because so I you... stopped doing CrossFit like six times per week. So they had to train massively for that. And did you get through to the regionals with that result? Uh, no, like I was 360th. And you need to be in top 40 and this really? year in top 20. So the so competition st- is high. The standard's massive. Yeah, well, just to put it into context, so I am currently doing the Open and I am uh, 120,000th and 84th in the world. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> quite a way off. Yeah, that's nice. Everyone yeah. who is doing Open is great. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And yeah, as I say, I'm pretty much, I think that's pretty much bang in the middle or maybe even bottom half now, slipping. But um, yeah, it's great fun, even even though I am, you know, obviously nowhere near where you were. But yeah, just to get that ranking, see where you sit, just gives you kind of a, a, a gauge, really, of, of, of your level of fitness. Yeah, like right now, my scores for the uh, year 2008 are about in the top 5 to top 10%. But as I said, it's much lower than top 2% in 2016. But yeah. I needed to stop that because I was like pretty nervous before announcement of every workout. I just couldn't sleep all night and it's finally gone. Yeah, now you can more enjoy it. Yeah, you don't want to be uh, you're ruining it, I guess, by getting too stressed. It's uh, just Yeah, I was pretty stressed out. I even didn't know why. I, 
I also do, done some of the workouts about two or three times in the four day window. So yeah, and they're pretty intense workouts, aren't they? They're quite yeah. yeah I, like I always push myself much harder than usual. Yeah, well, yeah, it's that's what I think is great about it because yeah, you just um, I guess that mindset of this is a this is almost yeah this is a competition. I'm, I'm getting ranked. I'm gonna. I'm going to push myself. Even, you know, if I'm ranked at the bottom, I'm going to be, you know, the top half of the bottom. So, yeah, it's a great, great, great little event. So this is, yeah, I mean, I'm loving it. And so you got quite into the the percentages there uh, in terms of, you know, you were top 5%. I won't ask what, what percentage I am. But you are really into the analytics of workouts, aren't you? Yeah, I always loved, like, uh, checking the workout before I have done it and uh, trying to figure out what will be the good time of the workout for me. Like now I know if any, if you give me any random workout, I will tell you probably what my time will be. Yeah. Because like I was always analyzing how much barpees you can do in a minute, how much squats you can do in it and so. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it's, how did you get into, is it just because you became obsessed and you got really into the numbers or how did you get into analyzing workouts to that degree of, knowing more or less knowing the time you do or having a benchmark time for for various multiple different exercises of all different workouts i think it's because i always uh, was doing uh, was training on my own and learning everything about it so i even write workout log watching back reading through it finding out how i did at this workout at this workout so like i just gained more and more information over the time and i'm i'm used to this information to analyze my performance yeah and so has all that because you've got your website now what what time calculator right yeah so has so what i'm gonna do some <laughs> crossfit explanation here so what is a crossfit term for workout of the day uh, and so on your website what time calculator you can uh, import exercises or look at workouts and get some benchmark times uh for kind of beginners average and, and kind of elite athletes for each different exercise or workouts so it's all that kind of information where has the kind of data for that come from uh, like it's all from my experience and i have tested a lot of movements the main thing that the use this app uses to work is how many reps of that movement you can do in the minute like, for example, a good time for barpees is 18 barpees in the minute. Good time for double unders is like 80 double unders in the minute and so. And uh, you just enter the number, total number of reps and rounds. Or in AMRAP, you enter the time cap, time of the workout. And it just calculates that uh, estimated time. Yeah, it's definitely because that, that's how I obviously came across you by by using that workout. And it's not like I'm... Uh, a fitness naught it's pretty accessible and it just gives I think it's really good because it gives you uh, a goal to work towards so we've talked quite a lot in previous episodes about having a goal uh, and I think by using your kind of site what time calculator it gives you something to aim towards when you then go in and, and do the workout yeah like uh, if you check the what time calculator the there is advanced athlete level and it just uh, if you beat that level you'll probably beat me there like, you go. Well, that's an yeah. ultimate goal to work towards. <laughs> like uh, this time is something uh, like if you do the workout and you do the movements like no rush, just do them 
and uh, you have no rest between the movements. Yeah. And have you got an example of how all this kind of analytics that you've done uh, over all these years has improved your results? Or have you got like an example of, you know, you've seen clear progression for you? Yeah, like uh, I was using the Beyond the Whiteboard for some time. It's just workout log application where if you enter the workout that other have done, other people have done, you will see how you how you placed, and that applies even for random workouts and not just benchmarks. And like my fitness level there, the percentage of people you beat was 80 when I started four years ago, and it climbed up to, until up to 95 over the year, over the few years. Nice. So so sorry. Say again. What was that? That was for a specific workout or? Uh, for like for every workout, there is like huge database of about thousands, ten thousands of workouts. Okay. And I was just going through the database and was looking for workouts which have at least uh, five hundred or thousand uh, times logged, and I was doing all of them because I knew there are some results and I can I can compare myself to other people. Yeah. Nice. So and and so, are you continuing to track your own movements and improve? Oh, little. I just have my private log right now, but uh, for like four years I was using that beyond the whiteboard. And but for last year I stopped, and I'm just writing it to my own notepad. But uh, I have pretty good idea of what is uh, how good I am at each movement, and so. And do you think you'll ever get back into either doing the Open competitively or doing other competitions, or is it now uh, a bit more kind of for leisure and, and for fun, as you said? Uh, I think maybe in Masters, but yeah. not in the 45 category, maybe 40-45, because I checked the results of 45 category and they are like games athlete. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think it's quite interesting. There's quite a few documentaries on Netflix on on CrossFit as well, and I remember watching one. I can't remember which one, but saying how just the overall standard, I guess, because it's quite a new event, a new sport, uh, the overall standard is uh, just every year is you know there's massive gains uh, because it is so new. I guess it's something like the Olympics, the the gains are quite minimal because it's been going for quite a while, and the events are you know, everyone knows what to expect in terms of the kind of PRs and, and the world records, but on the, on the cross, within CrossFit, uh, with it being quite new, uh, there is definitely some kind of top scores to be had. Do you see that quite a lot in kind of the data you look at for the what time calculator? Yeah, the people are improving a lot. Like even in the Czech Republic, when I check the results from the Open this year, like my placement will be about 30 to 50, while a few years ago I was fifth. And th- there are guys who have done CrossFit like for one year or two years, and they are on top of the leaderboard, and they are beating the people who are awesome at the CrossFit for multiple years in the Czech. So I think that is the idea of like the regionals and everything. We, I think we will see a lot of new faces this year in the yeah. top CrossFit. It's good inspiration for anyone who's relatively fit or, you know, does other sport and doesn't do CrossFit to give it a go and, and see, you know, where you'd rank. Yeah, I think that everyone who have done the, any different sport competitively on the national level have pretty good shot in the competition, competitive CrossFit. And that that is mental. So you were fifth 
two years ago and now you're saying you'd be about 300th with exactly the same performance. So maybe I should have entered two years ago and then I might have been 100,000th or something. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, but I think it's even because I don't train so much. I don't work out so much. I saw that in the a lot of people, like I had a friend who was first in the Czech Republic or second, I don't know, uh, all the years before. And this year he's 50 because he started his own gym. He has a family and so, and he trades just three, four times per week, like me. Yeah. I guess there's very different levels, isn't there, within the whole kind of CrossFit. You can, you know, be pushing to get to the regionals and even get to the games. And people have obviously made a career out of it and professionals. And then right at the other end of the extreme, you've got well, people like me just going um, and getting ranked against them guys, but just obviously nowhere near that, that kind of level. But, you know, just it's such a buzz and, you know, to be doing the same workouts of them and, and to be getting ranked against them. Yeah. I, I always like to compare myself to games athletes. Like I have even done a lot of uh, workouts from from previous games, like 2014, 15, and so. And co compare my times, like my time now, compared to their time in 2014, for example. Yeah. And I was pretty happy if I didn't end the last. But yeah. they are still very different level from regular people. Yeah. Um, it's funny when you watch well some of the workout announcements. Uh, again, you can just check check them all out online. But they have literally the kind of professionals, so the kind of top ten or wherever it is, and then some random guy from just from the gym that they're doing the announcement in. Um, obviously, very different standards, but just to prove that you know anyone can do the same same workout. Obviously, a lot different pace, but still, you know, doing the same kind of workout. Yeah, there's. Like we all can do the workout with 40 kilo barbell, but the professionals will not drop it down and go quickly while yeah. we will do it in multiple sets and don't rush. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to be injuring yourself. Um, so as well, you're also quite into your kind of diet. You're like a fitness nut, but uh, so you're, uh, so you, you are following the paleo eating practices. Is that right? Uh, like almost. Like it's eighty percent paleo and twenty percent eat what I want. Okay, and does, how does that work for you? Do you find that is good, really good, good? Yeah, like uh, I'm eating paleo for about the time I'm do CrossFit, so for the last five years. Yeah, and uh, because it's not hundred percent strict, I'm able to hold it for a long time. And I even gained about eight kilos of muscles over that five years with the paleo which I think is not so bad because I have almost no starch in my diet. Yeah. I, well, we had um, on the previous episode of, of this, we had Leah who is was talking about the paleo diet. And after that, well, that was only a, a few weeks ago, but I, I've been giving it a go. Um, I was expecting something radical to happen. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Nothing, nothing radicals happened, but I do feel quite good. I, I eat quite healthily anyway. But uh, have you got any tips for someone either kind of giving it a go for the first time, like me, or someone thinking of giving it a go? Yeah, so like I wouldn't start with uh, the no carb paleo because it will kill you if you are very if you are used to the carbs. Yeah, like I always recommend everyone if you like the eggs and you have no egg allergy. 
try to eat the eggs every morning. That's first point to start. Get the eggs. Uh, yeah, just eggs every morning, and you already have like thirty percent of your diet right. The second thing. Uh, how, many, how many eggs? And are you, is there any any uh, way boiled, fried? You can any way you want. Uh, I'm usually eating fried, for fried with the coconut oil. Yeah. And uh, I was eating that for for like five years, and I still like it. But I, as I said, you must like eggs too. Yeah. Do and how how many eggs? Uh, four. Four eggs. Four fried yeah. eggs, coconut oil. Boom. That's but breakfast. A lot of fat. So. Yeah. And I'm full for like four to five hours after that. The second meal is lunch, but as I said, I eat a little starch, like I have little rice or some potatoes usually, okay. which is not paleo, but I found out that I, I'm hard gainer and I find out that I just lose weight when I don't eat starch at all. What about but, sweet Because I've been hitting the sweet potatoes like no tomorrow. Because they're paleo friendly, right? Is that what's your view on that? Uh, yeah, I think you can eat uh, like everything natural in the paleo. The thing is, if you want to eat carbs or you don't want to eat carbs. But so, sweet potatoes would be carbs, uh, right? Yeah, a lot of carbs. So if you want some carbs or you are hard gainer that and you want to add some weight, eat potatoes in the paleo. And yeah. I think even the white potatoes is okay. Are okay. Yeah, okay. And um, then what would be your your kind of afternoon and evening eating practices? Yeah, like usually in the evening I eat like avocado, uh, some fish, usually sardines with, with the olive oil and uh, like three or four pieces of fruit. But uh, fruit is only after workout. When I don't have workout, I usually eat more veggies. So yeah, it depends. Okay. Do you take any supplements for your training? Uh, like when I was starting with paleo and uh, living bodybuilding, I ate a lot of supplements like BCAA proteins, creatine, and so. But uh, when I when I was doing paleo for a long longer time, I found out that I don't need any supplements because I have enough multi, multi enough of vitamins, enough of minerals. There's even some creatine in the beef, and so. Plus, I have a lot of protein, so. Like I was supplement free for the last three years. Yeah. The only supplement I take is uh, fish oil or krill oil. Okay. Uh, or some other omega threes. So that's all I eat as supplements. Oh yeah, yeah. Because normally people go mad for the old, at least uh, the whey protein. But you you reckon you can get all your protein from just the well? I guess you start with four eggs, which is always a good start. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> you can get it from just throughout the day, just through your kind of eating. Yeah, like I have a lot of meal, uh, a, lot of, a lot of meat or fish on the lunch. Yeah. And on the dinner, I have another meat or fish. Sometimes I have some cheese or ham. So I have calculated it a few times and I have over 150 grams of uh, proteins per day for so my 80 kilo body. 100, 150 grams, did you say? Or 50? Yeah, 150 grams 150 per day. 150 grams, yeah. Well, and good. I weighed 50, uh, I weighed 80 kilos, so that's just enough. Yeah, it's about, what is it? Is it like one and a half? Yeah, to, almost two yeah. grams per kilo. Well, yeah, you're nearly two grams. It's like one and a half to two, isn't it? The ideal kind of protein yeah. intake. Is that right? Yeah, and when I take the whey protein, I have problem with digestion and so, so I just took okay. it off. 
and time like I'm supplement free for the last three years. Yeah, nice. Well, say it might help you digestion, which saves a bit of money as well. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Like the um, paleo isn't cheap. <laughs> no, no, but we was. I mean, when we had Leah on, she was saying her point was, you know, you get the car if you're eating a lot of carbs, you kind of up and down. You know, you might have a massive pack of crisps or chips. Uh, yeah. I don't know what yeah, that's right. I don't know what they call them in Czech Republic, but you know, a pack of Doritos or something, and then you know, an hour later you'll be starving again. Because if you're eating kind of egg, as you said, the eggs keep you kind of going for four or five hours. So yeah, it's a lot more kind of efficient fuel. Uh, you've got a few. You've got a few recipes on your YouTube channel, mostly paleo recipes. Have you got uh, kind of a, a quick and easy one we can take away with us? Uh, that's one of your favourites. Yeah, so my favorite is uh, eggs with banana and chili. Okay, as in like a like an omelet, or is that more like a pancake or uh, like fried eggs? You, first, you will fry the banana on the oil, yeah. on the coconut oil, then add some eggs and uh, put sriracha sauce or any other chili sauce over it. Yeah, I'm, it's a weird combination, but I love it. Sounds, it sounds. I'm not gonna lie, it sounds horrible. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give it a go though. I, I, I'm always up for experimenting. I did. One, um, I think I did one because I was obviously uh, found you on One Time Calculator and then uh, was looking at your YouTube channel. And maybe I got lost in a YouTube black hole, or I'm pretty sure this was one of yours. It was dead simple. It was literally a banana, just frying a banana sliced up, uh, putting some honey and uh, I think it's cinnamon on it, and you got like a cracking, cracking sweet kind of dessert. Which uh, is paleo friendly, always always a key point, and yeah, it tastes really good. I, I did that the other day. Is that one of yours or is that someone else? Uh, no, it's not mine, but oh. it sounds great. I have it's okay, to give it again. Uh, okay, thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, before you go, we'd like to play a little a little game with guests if if you're up for up for it. Before you shoot off, sure. <laughs> so what I thought we'd do is because you are of Wad Time Calculator fame, is we would put your Wad Time Calculator into practice so we do like a little workout now very short don't worry and uh, okay. we'd see you know we'd get your kind of scores well, we get your times from what time calculator now and then do the workout and see how we fare does that kind of make sense <laughs> yeah yeah okay so what i, I must did say it, it doesn't work best for short workouts <laughs> okay disclaimer you're, you're worried now get some dubious results okay. um so what we're gonna do is i just stuck in uh, 10, 10 burpees for time on your kind of on what time calculator website and that's spitted out so a good time to beat for a beginner athlete is 50 seconds an average athlete 42 seconds an advanced athlete 33 seconds an elite athlete 25 seconds and an athlete who would go to the regionals the crossfit regionals 22 seconds does that sound about right well that, it's, all, it's from your website so hopefully it's, it's not yeah, yeah i just check it out <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what's where do you reckon you'll be there? Are you going advanced to, th to get ten babies done in thirty-three seconds? I think I could go under thirty seconds. You think? Oh, he's he's hit it hard now. Okay, so we're gonna do this. I'm gonna. I've got my headphones on. Might have to do some weird form so my headphones don't fall off. Yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you ready? So, so I do a classic CrossFit countdown. Okay, so we will count the reps. <laughs> Yeah, if you shout out your reps, I'll shout out my reps. Don't stitch me up. You've got to do 10 burpees, right? Okay. Okay. Let me put this. I'm going to go down here. I think that'll work. Right. 
Right, okay, I'm all set up. Are you ready? Okay. Three, two, one, let's go. Uh, I'm doing CrossFit standing in a day. Two. Two. Three. Three. Four. Four. Five. Five. Oh, Six. He's, he's to the lead. Six. Seven. Seven. Eight. Eight. Nine. Nine. Ten. Ten. Something Ten. pulled down. <laughs> Twenty-seven. I think you were a few seconds ahead of me. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Just one second faster than you. What did you get, 26? I'm not sure. I must have a bloody heart attack. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> well, there you go. That goes to show a little target. Uh, what was the target again? Hang on, I've lost it. I'm all over the place now. I think we have done almost the 25 seconds. We were, we, were, we were elite athletes. Yeah. Unbelievable. Good uh, job. It gets your heart going. <laughs> I think yeah. Well, thanks a lot for joining us. I think I'm gonna gonna have to have a lay down, but um, I can see you're not you're not panting as much as me, which probably goes to show the overall fitness. Like my, I, right now, my heart rate is 86 beats per minute. He's always he's always got the stats. Yeah, the Apple Watch. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. So you're always always taking the analysis. I don't know my heart rate, but I'm guessing it's higher than that. <laughs> I um, hear you. <laughs> It's a hundred or something, but yeah, good fun. Good to get active on the podcast. Um, have you got any last, any other things you want to you want to leave us with, or if you can tell us where we can keep in touch with you? Just if you like the CrossFit, or you know at least something about CrossFit, check the watch time calculator. And if you are looking for some healthy recipes, like the paleo or low carb, check out the Seven Diet Meals. It's sevendietmeals.com, but I'm not more no more active there. But there is nice archive or recipes if you want to check them out. Yeah, the ward time calculator. I've got to say, it's a really interesting concept. We obviously we've got a little run there with the bear piece, but it just does give you just something to work towards. And it's mostly CrossFit, yeah. So if you do get involved with CrossFit, hopefully Andre and me chatting nonsense have inspired you a bit to at least check it out or give it a go. Um, or if not, you can just do 10 burpees like we've done and try and try and smash <laughs> yeah. our time of 27 seconds. And I just forgot to say that Watch Time Calculator app for Apple, for iOS, comes out next week. Oh, that's exciting. So I will send you a link for yeah, sure. Yeah, send it across. Yeah, like Although maybe I'm on, ask, I'm, on Android. I'm on Android, actually. Are you doing yeah. an Android app? So you will need to wait like one month. Okay, got you. But it will be out. Yeah, many people ask me for that, and it's more accurate. The enter of the movement is much simpler, so I think people will like it. Yeah, cool. I'll check it out. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot for joining us. Before you go, one final, very important question. Sure. What is your view on kale? Oh, I never tried it. You've never tried kale? Like maybe mother make me made me eat some years ago, but. I never tried it, from what I remember. Well, I tell you what, if we give CrossFit a go, I reckon you've got to give Kale a go and let us know your very first Kale tale. Yeah, I, ha- I will have to. I will yeah. go buy one Kale next Yeah, uh, get it down tomorrow. here. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's great to talk to you. Thanks a lot. Uh, you are an absolute machine. The Wad Time Calculator, I've been using it. I think it's great to have some goals uh, and times to work towards. Like even that, 
even that, you know, it was very, a bit of a daft thing, but just doing 10 burpees and having, you know, 30 seconds in your head, you know, just makes you get it done and get through it. And yeah, even, even now, you know, you get a, it's good to be energized, isn't it? It gets you moving. And yeah, that's, yeah. that's all we're trying to do on this is just try and get people moving, you know, 10, 10 burpees in 30 seconds, just give it a go uh, and see, see what time you come in at. Yeah, and if you have time for full workout, try 100 burpees for time. Oh, he's always raising the benchmark. Like, it it was one of my very first workouts, and my first time on, on 100 burpees was 14 minutes. 40 minutes? 14. 14? Yeah, and my last PR on 100 burpees is 4.58. 4.58. So you, you went from 14 minutes, so you knocked off nearly 10 minutes. Yeah. That is insane. Well, there you go. It goes. To, it goes to show. Keep tracking. Maybe I'll get my twenty-seven down, seconds down to your twenty-six on the ten babies. <laughs> sure, that's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot for joining us. I'll let you go, and uh, yeah, stay in touch. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I am still puffed out of them ten babies. And to be fair, I did go to the gym as I said before that, so I think that's had an effect. But yeah, that was a. Uh, quite a quite a traumatic end to a show because I thought I wasn't going to make it uh, but we did 10 burpees we did it in 27 seconds so pleased with that and as I said check out what time calculator you can do that um, you can you know give yourself kind of targets to work towards and we absolutely me and Andre smashed the burpee target so it, it makes you feel good you know you've got moving and you've kind of beat your goal which is always a winner so check it out